0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Yes, welcome back to the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Crystal clear through the SEN, SEN app, of course, and through your... Digital radio dolls. Well, the Flemington Carnival, we've got one day left. Uh, it's Champions Day coming up this Saturday tomorrow. We've had a, a cracking carnival thus far, and to go through it all, to go through the recap of Oaks Day and Melbourne Cup Day, and to get stuck into the big races at Flemington this Saturday, we are joined by Ralph Horowitz, aka Racetrack Ralphie. Check out all his handiwork at racetrackralphie.com.au. Ralphie, it's uh, a pleasure to. Pleasure to do it with you again. Uh, how did you see? Uh, how did you see Oakstay and Cup Day? I think you yeah, you had gold trip up there, definitely. Yeah,
1: absolutely, G'day, Paul. Good everyone. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it um, it was a uh, we haven't seen it for let me guess uh, twelve months since uh, since I told everyone don't worry about weight. <laughs> 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 do worry about how good the horse is. It doesn't mean weight's not a factor, but just worry about talent first and then, you know, you can worry about uh, a kilo here or there. They're, they're pretty big animals. So, anyway, goal trip perfectly ridden by Mark Zara and really strong and just went on with it from its Caulfield Cup narrow defeat and uh, ended up being a tremendous prize. Uh, what did we learn from the race? Probably don't underestimate good stables and don't underestimate uh, informed horses because the big odds place getters won the Geelong Cup and the Bendigo Cup and, um, and don't overestimate weight. Because there was a big plunge on uh, Realm of Flowers that uh, to, uh, I'll, I'll, I couldn't quite work it out, but in the, end, uh, <laughs> in the end, it's a game of opinions, and in this case, uh, I, I would have like a couple others to have gone a bit better, but I won on the race, and I'll take that
0: every year. Yeah, I think I think you analysed the, the cup race quite well. You were heavily against of Flowers. You gave Gold Tripper a, a fantastic chance, and uh, well, we've uh, we found the winner. And uh, as you said, I think the the weights sort of sceptic, the weight scepticism, I think came to the fore in, in the biggest race of of the spring carnival, uh, the cup. But uh, Oaks Day yesterday, she's extreme. Uh, I mean that that Sydney form looked very very strong. The market caught on onto her sort of throughout as the markets open up all the way to to the way all the way into the race starting. Uh, how how did she perform? And um, it looked to be a, a pretty strong victory just to the eye. I mean these three year old fillies, they don't. I think you said they don't really often need to run time to win these Oaks. But what what she done from her performance?
1: Well, that's right. I mean, they've effectively ran similar time to the Derby, but on a much firmer track. So that gives you an idea of how, how slowly they were they were jogging along. But that, that's that's typical Oaks. Every now and then, there's a. Yeah, fast run one I think last year or maybe the year before it was a very fast run um, but yeah generally the Oaks the Phillies run a lot slower than the colts and I don't know why if a male female thing or genetics or whatever but uh, but now that they, they just dashed up and under that circumstance uh, she didn't have to be tested stamina wise her uh, her leading run was just a car crash watch if you're on her. I, I wasn't on her but I was watching it and uh, I thought well you're gonna you're gonna take a power of beating in the Oaks and then she got the absolute perfect run and was just able to dash past them so and there's a couple of nice little stays in the in the making, Foxy uh, Foxy
0: oh, Foxy yeah, Cleopatra. Was... Yeah, there you
1: go, there you go. <laughs> I'm getting older, and Lindsay Smith's also as well. But they were they weren't Given a chance to find this staying test because it was just a dash home. So uh, she's extreme. Wouldn't be surprised if that might be her last Oaks run. She might go on to become a you know a good miler type in time because there's so much good prize money in in, uh, in the future for her.
0: Yep, absolutely beautiful recap of of the Oaks there. Uh, all right, well we've got this massive weekend, uh, this massive day at Flemington coming up on, on Saturday, and we've just got all these superstar horses going around again. Let's start with this. Well, it's pretty much a Cox Plate 2.0, really, when you look at the the quality of this field. Animo, Zaki, I'm Thunderstruck, Mawunga, they're all going head-to-head again. We've got a couple of three-year-olds down the bottom, namely Mr. Maestro, that have nominated and accepted for the race. Uh, how are you seeing this this playing out, Ralphie? <laughs>
1: Well, I, I would have given great respect, given that it's a it's a firm track, and that's also you know let's hope. And uh, as you might know, Paul, I, I tend to say to say it how I see it, but uh, so I don't uh, I don't wave, wave pom poms for anyone. But full <laughs> credit to the full credit to Flemington, the VRC Racing Victoria here because they 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 took the move to to take on the. The prize money, uh, war from uh, Sydney, and they're going to be rewarded because they happen to get not only good fields, uh, which you can do something about, but you still need I guess, a bit of luck with the good horses turning up, and but you also need luck with the weather, and they're going to get both. So, I really hope just, uh, you know, the the public really embrace the opportunity to go out there and see these great horses and three great races uh, as as an overview. But yeah, and, and I would have uh, I would have given Mr. Maestro a bit of a place getter's chance mm-hmm. because. It was one a few years ago we had the ran placing in the McKinnon's escapes my name that uh me off the top of the head and it, they avoided the derby. I'm just w I just I just do wanna be with him because he ran in the derby on a slow track. He's gonna have the speed out of his legs. So that ain't another win that he did at Flemington on Turnbull Stakes Day was very good mm-hmm. and good enough to say you'd be a place get a chance. But uh, speed out of legs has me worried. Um, but when it comes to the, the, the favourite uh, I I think he might put, demolish him tomorrow. Yeah, really
0: there uh, you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: so the, the, the starting point's how Jamie Carr's going to ride uh, um, uh, the uh, Zaki up yep. front, and, and you would think it's going to get a soft lead. Well, if it, gets a, it, if it goes slowly, Animo will kill it, and if it goes quickly, uh, it might be a race, and it can hang on for a second. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I just don't see a circumstance that Animo gets beaten before the race. Now what? Now. Paul, once the barrier's open, guess what can happen? Ah, anything.
0: anything. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. Yeah, so, we're, we're dealing so, with highly strung animals and humans.
1: <laughs> yep, and, and, and it, it's probably got them. So I accept all that, and, but I'm saying before the race, you try and say, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? I think animals should be odds on and, and significantly odds on. Because he still hasn't had a real hard race, and that might sound insane giving him the Cox Plate, but they didn't go overly really quick in the Cox Plate. They definitely didn't go out quickly in the two Sydney runs, and the Caulfield run wasn't quick either. So, hopefully, tomorrow he really puts on a show and and lives up to what we think is the he's the best horse in the country.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think I think Animo will will uh, will do the job uh, and and just solidify his credentials as as the best horse at wait for age level in the country. Let's let's rewind a couple of races and. Uh, Well, it's Nature Strip versus Giga Kick up the straight. Uh, This is going to be an intriguing battle of uh, of who's going to be the fastest horse. I think Chris Waller said his horse is the underdog coming into this, but uh, the the market's saying obviously not because Nature Strip is a dollar ninety favourite. How are you seeing this sprint race play out? It's going to be a cracker, I think.
1: He'd be a good footy coach, Chris Waller, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> as far as talking the talk, he's a tedious trader, of course. And he's fantastic for the sport. No, I mean, he's always so accessible. But, look, I mean, you know, I was talking about Animo. I can't see a logical situation where Animo gets beaten, or, you know, unless there's some free performance by an unknown, which I can't see. But in, in nature's Strip, I'm not saying the same thing, because what has me worried is that, he did go to England and back, right? So mm, mm. he was sensational first up. The speed just wasn't in his legs in the Everest. Now, you can say, oh, well, you know, he was taken on, blah, blah, blah. That's what he's done his whole career. He's he's produced that heat, and he just didn't produce it. Now, was he flat? Um, was was it a bad day? Can he rebound? Of course he can. But you're talking about, what did you say? He was $1.90. $1. Um, $1. ninety, yeah. Yeah, I want the ducks in a row. If I'm thinking of a dollar ninety, yeah, <laughs> and and Giga Kick beat him. Yeah, <laughs> so and, and beat him well. And Giga Kick is a rising star. So what I'm saying is, uh, I would be staggered if Nature Strip doesn't run really well. Um, if Giga Kick turned him over, I wouldn't be staggered. Yep. So at a dollar ninety, that's that's pretty short for mine, and um, this is Clayton Douglas's uh, big stage to uh, to impress people even further. Um, good on the owners for you know they probably could have ran last that day in the on Derby Day, it would have been a fair race by the way, given how well in secret it went. But um, <laughs> but no, he's, he's a beauty this this, uh, this horse. Now he's been in work since what uh, was it, July or August? Yep. and he's generally three-year-old colts can cope. Um, if they're enjoying their racing, but it's it's it is a challenge to keep keep up and about. If he improves off the Everest, uh wow, nature ship's gonna have to take him on. If he maintains it, it's still gonna be a good race. So and having said all that, I wouldn't fall over if Paul Lely beat them both.
0: Okay, yeah, I think um, Paul Lely could be the one that could just improve sharply. It did I think something went amiss with him last start, was that right?
1: Well, no, not not Per se, but he obviously wasn't right in the day. So mm. uh, Belinda Patil is going to run well, and he, you know, uh, uh, again, I'll go back to what I said about the uh, about the two thousand race. So, so in this case, you try and think of all the different situations. Well, Mars Crusader has the talent to beat him, but he's just he's, he's turned into his whole stable mate, so Dalka, He's, he's <laughs> his he's, own, he's own worst enemy. To Marry, he, he's taking his time getting out of him. <laughs> so he has the pure talent to at huge odds. And that's about it, right? So then we, then we start working back from talent. So I've, I've said about how good Giga Kick and Nature Trip are. Bella Nipotina's flying, but she's, you know, was that, a, was that a very, very best last week at Mooney Valley and on the wet ground? You probably suggest so. So, you know, can she improve again? I don't know if she can improve further. And then they're, then, the Paul Lely. So Paul Lely was favourite for a reason, because at Caulfield winner one, it was fantastic, and a big improvement was expected. Instead, it went backwards at a big rate on wet ground. He does handle the wet, but he's better on dry, and also, what what the unknown is, is that, you know, they were going out onto the track on the Friday night with the lightning hit, mm-hmm. and he's a stallion. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just got himself that stirred up the night before. He's had a bad experience. He quit the races, and he stirred up again, and that that's sort of like a logical reason for not turning up on the day. So you know these these stables phenomenal and Rich Fleming uh, behind the scenes at, uh, at James Cummings Yard was uh, Cummings Melbourne Foreman for twenty five years for those who don't know and is one of the great unknown in quotation marks horsemen in Australia um, and if they've got this right this horse right and turning up he will run a big bold race so in that what I'm saying is I'm really excited to watch it I don't want to take the short odds nature strip but and there's four winning chances five if Mars Crusader Decides to do do everything
0: right On, on talent. Love it, love it. Okay, let's have a look at this champion's mile. This is probably outside of these two. This is probably the race that I'm really intrigued about. We've got Private Eye coming up against My Oberon. Cascadian is coming down as well. Alligator Blood backing up from the cox plate with Mr. Brightside as well. I am very intrigued to see what you and Vince did with regards to My Oberon after his win in the Crystal Mile, because I think there was a little bit of a doubt just in the market with regards to his ability to handle these really wet tracks. He got a heavy eight, and it was the first time he'd, he'd gone on a heavy eight, I think, in his career. What did he do on the clock in the Crystal Mile? And I, I just think he is the the real naught on the roulette wheel with regards to form, and the market has really sort of honed in on him here.
1: Yeah, he might be a, he might be a star. There's no doubt about that. Um, so you know that um, everyone can break it down further, further their own way or give us stuff. But yeah, he might be a star. Um, so that, that's certainly the case. And blinkers on tomorrow is interesting because it probably suggests that right out <laughs> we're, we're here to play. This, <laughs> is, this is no tomorrow. Um, and and uh, Annabelle Neesham, you know, really hit the ground running as a, as a bit of a rising young star on, in the training ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, oh, private eye! Wow, where you, is he going? <laughs> so. He um he really there's there's nothing to say that he won't run an explosive race again. He was unbelievable up the straight first up, and obviously then he ran second, kick a kick, and then he won last that day. Um, there's no reason he shouldn't go for the seven day backup. Joe Pride's a great trainer, a great trainer, and has been for probably a decade and a half now in Sydney. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's no knock there. So we've got a real race between those two, um, and then the the, uh, the starting point is the start because how fast is alligator blood going to go up front? Because mm-hmm. um, you know I mentioned with Zaki, so they just rolled along at a pretty leisurely pace in the Cox Plate, but when he ran fast at Sandown, he he beat the others uh, in the Underwood. So and that was on good ground as well. So if they go back to tactics as running along, um, it's going to be a race, and he might he might give a big sight that horse.
0: Okay, lovely. Uh, well, I think I'm going to be siding with my my Oberon uh, in that race. I really like what what he did first up at uh, at Mooney Valley. Uh, just I'm the last.
1: favourites yeah. I don't like cascading.
0: Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. I, I, I,
1: but I, I yep. do. I will be putting Mr. Brightside in my corner.
0: Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, just the last race. I just wanted to to touch on. We've got and I've got a whole host of mares sort of going around in this in this matriarch. It's it's a race of interest because it's a black type event. A tissue, the favourite at at three seventy. Have you done done anything on this race that that could stand out from maybe like an each way perspective something at value here oh, i'm sorry Paul, did you say it's of interest because it's a black diaper right? yeah well it's yeah, yeah, yeah it's a that's about it, on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too that too that's the only thing we're interested in
1: <laughs> absolutely spot on yeah <laughs> Uh, look, I thought she was fantastic last week at Tissue, so I think uh, I think she'll run you a really good race and deserving
0: of being a favourite. Okay, there we go, beautiful uh, racetrack, Ralphie. There, analysing all the all the big races at uh, Flemington. You can catch all his handiwork at racetrackralphie.com.au. It's been a, been a pleasure doing it again uh, tonight, mate. And uh, hopefully we can find some find some winners tomorrow. It'd be a good way to win the Flemington Carnival, mate.
1: 100%. And as I've mentioned, they've, really, they've, they've put on the best card possible. The weather's going to be great. So you can get out there, get out there, and, uh, and cheer on those great
0: athletes. Absolutely. Sensational stuff. We'll be back on the Overnight Crowd. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.